I'm Cameron Crump. And I'm Devon Johnson. And, and we're, we're the, the Abandoned, Abandoned Church Boys. And you've just tuned into Crossed Out, brought to you by Resonate Media Production, Unconventional Faith Community, and the National Benevolent Association. Well, everybody, welcome to another episode of Crossed Out. Um, we have a very interesting uh, podcast for you today. It just seems like uh, one of the things that we've been noticing that we want to talk about are individuals, especially individuals of influence within the church, such as pastors and different leaders and ministers, have been, you know, uh saying some interesting things. And whether they intend to have it recorded or not, it has ended up on um, Instagram, TikToks, social media, Facebook, Facebook, the internet pathways, <laughs> all of it. The so, interweb. So we will definitely, you know, give some examples and play some of these videos, specifically three of them. Okay. But first, you know, I'm interested. Have you ever had like one of those moments? Some of the things that we've been sharing with each other on Instagram where someone had said something back in the day, you know? Yes, I've I've definitely sat in uncomfortable moments um throughout my time growing up in church. Um, especially when they talk about like, you know, homosexuality, that's a hot topic button. Of course. And you see the reaction of straight people. Um, just, they get really excited when, you know, like the pastor's like, you're going to hell mm-hmm. or calling them names like sissies and things like that. Like it, it, it really excites people. And it always baffled me. Like, wow, how could you guys be so like loving and inviting and yeah. tell, tell everybody come as you are, but on the same, you know, the same, literally the same day the message comes and it's like, yeah, I'm going to pull out the hate. And, yeah. And we think that that's And show like, love. Yeah, God speaking. Yeah. Very know? contradictory, you yeah. know, and counterproductive. But uh you know, since we since you brought up the uh sexuality one, I'll go ahead and okay. play one that uh I actually particularly liked and I shared this one with you. Okay. So, I'm going to play a snippet here for our audience. A gay person, when I say gay, men and women, okay, a gay person who still wants to attend church after the way the church has treated the gay community, I'm telling you, they have more faith than I do. They have more faith than a lot of you. A gay person who knows, you know what, I might not be accepted here, but I'm going to try it anyway. Have you ever done that as a straight person? Do you, where do you go that you're not sure you're going to be accepted and you go over and over and over and over? Only your in-law's house. That's the only place you go where you know you're not completely accepted, but you go over and over and over, and it's because you have to. But other than the in-laws, what environment do you continue to step foot in knowing at any moment you may feel ostracized? No place. I'm telling you, the gay men and women who grew up in church and the gay men and women who've come to faith in Christ as adults who want to participate in our church. Oh my goodness. I know first Corinthians six and I know Leviticus and I know Romans one. It's so interesting to talk about all that stuff, but just, Oh my goodness, a gay man or woman who wants to worship their heavenly father, 
who did not answer the cry of their heart when they were 12 and 13 and 14 and 15, God said no, and they still love God. We have some things to learn from a group of men and women who love Jesus that much and who want to worship with us. And I know the verses. I know the clobber passages, right? We got to figure this out. And you know what? I think you are. Wow. <laughs> I mean, hmm. oh my gosh. And I, um, this is um, Pastor Andy Stanley. This was on uh, Larry Reed Live's Instagram. I like to follow Larry Reed Live. And um, that. What do you think about that one particular hmm. part? Just, I mean, there's one part that just woke me up. Like, wow. Cameron, look at, it just made me the way that I appreciate God. It made me realize God appreciates me because him talking about individuals, uh, I mean, this was me, right? Uh, being 12, 13, 14, 15 and <laughs> praying something away. Mm -hmm. And, um, I still like one of my main things that I always talk about is owning your faith because I've been ostracized. I've been hurt um, through the church and family church and all of that. And I still was like, I'm sticking to it. Uh, this is my relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is my faith. And that is just so true. And I mean, of course, other individuals may feel like, you know what he's saying, he's speaking to the heterosexual individuals, straight individuals, mm -hmm. you know, um, Individuals that identify straight and, you know, trying to say, like, how can you sit up here, you know, look at them and how they are pursuing forward, which is, yes, that's true. We push forward, you know, mm -hmm. but that hit me. It's like, you still here. You still, Absolutely. you know, mm -hmm. it was like, it was encouraging and I'm still going to keep going. Absolutely. I, how it hit me, it made me think about how gay people mm -hmm. who grow up in church even though we're in church, right? Yeah. We're placed outside. Yeah. We don't belong. And for us to continue to go and look for God, like you said, God is pleased with that. Like you're placed in an obstacle course. Mm -hmm. And these are the things that you have to go through in order to find me. But when you do, a lot of the times it's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, unfamiliar. Yes. To people who are actually in church and play the, you know, traditional game and yes. never really fully realize the power. I know the power inside of church, you know, yeah. outside of religion, spiritual, I still found God and I still found um, my spiritual, like, you know, base and like grounding. And I found the importance of, of the, some of the things that go on inside of the church and I ignored the ignorance. Yeah. You know, but, not everybody does that. No, they don't. And and uh, it needs to be addressed. And I'm glad that he's addressing it. Mm -hmm. And he he stated so beautifully, like, what place would you go? Yeah. If you were constantly rejected, and you know, and and, and that needs to. I think it really needs to hit more than the church body. It really needs to hit the parents of gay children yes. who who grow up in church. Yes. It is up to you to protect your child. Yes. And if you are not protecting your child, your child in, in one way or another is looking at you like you're a coward. Yeah. And 
there's no excuse for anybody to be able to, based off of just literature and their their understanding, should be able to tell you how to treat your child or how to view your child. That child came from you. You know, that's one of the things is, I'm glad you said that because that's one of the things sometimes I think about mm-hmm. is like, I wonder how my parents feel. You know, our relationship is much better and mm-hmm. uh, further than what it was at a time. And I sometimes wonder, like, did they imagine, you know, after, you know, finding out I'm gay and all of this other stuff, did they imagine my relationship with God would be so like forward, you know, I'm always mm-hmm. talking about it up front and I got to do this for the church. I got to do, the, you know, all this other stuff. And they're like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder what goes on in their head, but it's just so true. You know, protection is so important, you know, it's, especially at young impressionable ages where there's, yeah. there, I will say this too, because in the church, that's the only thing that seems to, um, we seem to tend to acknowledge that has demonic influence. Mm-hmm. And I do agree. There is a lot of demonic influence in the LGBTQIA plus community, right? Mm-hmm. But that's in everything. That's There's everything. demonic influence right inside of church, yes. sitting right next to you. Yes. Temptation is everywhere. There's demonic influence in your households. There's demonic influence in straight relationships. I mean, how do you <laughs> yeah. explain people making excuses to have people who are they're not married to right. come into their 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 marriages and homes and things like that and you, there's a justification for straight life behavior that doesn't necessarily you know um stick with God's commands you know right right and it's not like we're saying it's not saying the person is demonic we're saying like the influence that people can have on others to yes. do things that have negative results out in the world. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking about the person, just like Correct. the influence to do the, certain Everyone activities. is influenced, good yeah. and bad, right? But I brought that up because how do you teach your child's spirituality and about demonic influence if you're continuing to tell them that they're a demon, right? Right. You don't differentiate anything. And yes, okay, if my child grew up gay or grew up to be gay. Right. And I knew since they were a child that they were gay, right? I'm not going to pretend and I'm not going to wait for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to wait for you. Yeah. I I know that a lot of the times now that I'm older, a lot of gay people have really huge callings on their lives, especially the ones that grow up in church. Yes. So don't you think that the attack will happen a lot sooner? Long and, time ago. And, and one of the things that that is a, a, an attack that I think needs to be addressed for gay people growing up in church is an I, the identity crisis that we're yeah. having. We don't know who we are. Yeah, and if you're other than placed someone. outside, and yes, and you need to be able to know that God is for you. Yes. Spirituality is not for just these pe- these sets of people. It's for everyone, and God is for everyone, and you are still supposed to go to God. Right. Yeah. And embrace it. And and now that I've gotten older and like literally fully accepted myself and like God in my life and realized like how beautiful it is, it's like we are doing it so wrong and doing a disservice to so many people. To our own community. Pretending like we're doing it for God. Yeah. And we're not. And the the I remember um 
one of my great influences, um, her name is Gail Werblin. She always used to say, you know, we're given children to teach us lessons. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. children are given to us to teach us lessons. And so she would always say, you know, if somebody has these hard feelings against gay, God's going to say, okay, your child's going to be gay. <laughs> you know, God's like, some of all this. okay, so that you know, like, this is me. I'm in everything. I'm in all of this, you know, and it's a process. But I mean... Just to know, like, how can you sit up there and continuously just reject someone in a space that everyone is supposed to be welcome? Nobody, you know what I'm saying? Right. And it's just like, wow, like, you know, but that's, you know, yeah, that's tradition. I, I think, I think too, stuff. like growing up in a black church, I, there's a lot of negativity surrounding homosexuality because of what we've experienced in the United States. I think it is. Um, we do need to acknowledge that there there is a lot of trauma, sexual trauma that goes on with black people in church um, regarding sexuality because of our experiences here. Yeah. Slavery, um, even it, abuse inside of like families and things like that, that also gets swept under, under the rug. And there's a lot of people that only think this way because someone they held in high esteem mm-hmm. thinks this way. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't know how to separate, take the meat, leave the bones, or, you know, this is something that they believe, but I don't feel this. Some people just continue with this thought and live off of it because someone that they hold in high esteem has this opinion, you know, mm-hmm. and it, and then they just continue to perpetuate that right and all of the stigma that comes with it you know right and one more thing about the influence too see that's how it works for straight people you know this is how (laughs) this is how i'm gonna say it works for you guys when you think about somebody being gay you tend to think about what they do as a in in the in the sexual manner right you start to think about them in the bedroom and them kissing on men or women and things like that and that is the influence for you. That's the negative and demonic influence that's causing you yeah. to not see the humanity and the divinity. You shrink in us. Who they you're shrink us at. down to you our shrink? to our genitals. Yeah, like, they literally shrink us down to our genitals. They don't. You know, we're filled with so many gifts. I mean, historically. Um, you know, one of my favorite books is Queer Magic. Historically, you know, in Africa, perfect example, they would raise individuals with uh, that showed feminine energy mm-hmm. or uh, women that showed masculine energy or that were sexually fluid and um, just fluid in general all the way around. They would raise them separate from the rest of the, And they yes. were, you know sought after for counseling they were sought after because they can relate to both sexes they bring and, great balance and i mean historically we have individuals that are gay that are monumental in history that helped advance laws for all people not mm-hmm. just the lgbtq community mm-hmm. um but you know when we talk about education when we talk about bayard rustin james baldwin alice walk we talk about the and coming off of you know black history month there are so many uh gay individuals that seek after you know equality and we put ourselves on the front line, mm-hmm. you know, and we're still doing it today. All the time. Even in churches. You know what I'm saying? Even in our private lives, even which, in our which private is what lives. I want you guys to know, too. Yes. It, it's it's it, what you don't see is 
the after people leave, right? Say you're 18 and you you don't come to church anymore. Yeah. But but to visit your family, but for 18 years you were raised inside of church, experiencing what everybody is experiencing. How could you not feel anything? You yeah. know what I mean? Or yeah. or take any of that and then God not have a plan for you because you're gay and not use you outside in the world to draw people, to minister to people. People even watching you inside of church that you didn't even know were watching you are coming to you now because they feel the same way. It'd be yes. so many people yes. like that. Yes. You know, like, and, and I, I think that that's an honor because I know I'm doing God's work. Yes. When, and I know I'm in alignment when that happens because it's still God showing me I have a purpose for you and yeah. I have a plan. Even though these people may not understand it, they might they may never understand or accept it. You still have accepted me, and now I accept. I mean, and I've accept. I've always accepted you. Yeah, but you you've accepted it. that I was never looking for you to be this way. Right. I I always wanted you to be different yeah. and be outside. Yeah. So thank you for teaching us to be outside. Okay, living. There's a blessing in living authentically. Mm-hmm. You know, and just. Owning your whole self, yes. you know. So, um, I I loved that video. Yes. That was yes. a great video. Uh, so it was good to start off with that. That was one. that was. But I'm gonna come with another one. <laughs> I have another one. This is one gonna make us cuss. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We got Christians. Oh, he's burning again believers walking around. Hear me. Spiritual redundancy is a sign of immaturity. Why do you have sage prayer when out of your belly should flow rivers of living? Why you got a flower praying for you? Why you got the vegetative kingdom praying for you? But you're a Christian though. Y'all better, y'all better be looking up on the people's bed, bro. Got some crystals. We got your healing crystals. I thought we supposed to, the scripture says, call for the elders of the church. Anointing them with oil, praying the prayer of faith. Why you got healing? Why do you have more faith? In the thing God created, and the God that created it. Gotta have your horoscope. Come on now, you can't go nowhere without your horoscope. You listen to what the stars. Okay. I have a petty question. I'm not gonna ask it. <laughs> now that is so interesting. That is so interesting. Now wow. I've got to say this. I mean, now okay. go for it. Because we played the video, you cannot see, but um, he pulls out these items that he's talking about. Okay, so he pulls out the sage and he lights it. He folds his legs and he lights it and talks about it. He pulls out a crystal and rubs it on him as examples, right? And he pulls out a book of horoscopes. Now, okay, <laughs> I'm just. 
I, you had to give an example. Now yeah. you sat up here talking bad about the thing, and little did you know that you probably are blessed in the space. You are blessed. <laughs> he literally was blessed. You just himself. blessed the space. Now or, to me, I am. I am that individual. But you know, okay, he I'm that individual. Yeah, I am that individual. I'm that individual. So I, I light my sage. Yes. I grab my crystals. All of it. Now he did. He's saying he mentioned call for the elders. Now for me. Elders may not be available. That's one. And two, we're talking about individuals that now I'm supposed to, these individuals talk bad about me. Now I'm supposed to call for them to lay hands on me. Now, (laughs) and I, I am a firm believer that God has given us access to, he has, like he said, he created these things. So why not use these tools? God has given us strategies and tools. And I am a firm believer that I will continue. I walk around my house with my sage. I also will be the one to walk around my house and anoint my walls. I grew up like that. So I will do, I will access any resource that will pull me up and enhance my faith. And of course, when I left the church, my faith followed behind me, and I had to uh, be creative. I had to, what's going to work for me? And all of those things work for me. I pray. I will have my sage. And when I'm saying, have my sage, I'm saying, thank you, God. I'm blessed. I'm doing it, you know? And it's just so funny to me that why does it matter well, that other individuals are used doing these things? Why does it matter to you that you have to spend time out of mm. a celebration or congregational service, a uh, community coming together to sit up there and basically, you're basically talking bad about individuals that do do it, one, and you're actually putting fear in others that desire to use it or may use it. You may be, I mean, it doesn't bother me. Or right? may need to access it later on because Everything is not inside the Bible. Okay. Hello. <laughs> okay. Let me and let me ask people this: a large part. I, growing up in church, I see people age. Right. Yeah. A large part of the church body is sick and on medication. Mm-hmm. So how come y'all don't call on the elders for full healing? Yeah. Or how come it's okay to take a blood pressure pill? Um, it's okay to take a di- a, some medication, insulin for diabetes and all these things. And that's where your belief is, correct? That right. these, these pills that are science, man-made, by the way, yeah. um, science made them. And you know how we feel about science and, and religion, right? Science made them and you're putting your trust in these things that, that they're going to correct or regulate or maintain you. But it's so odd for people to not see that God is also in things that are natural. Yeah. God literally made every in- God made the crystals because yes. they can't they can't be made. They can't be manufactured. <laughs> right. They're not they're not chemically um they're not they're they're naturally occurring. Sage is. Right. Um and and these so, are not made in a lab. No. God made those things. So don't those things hold power? Why wouldn't those things help? Didn't um, what what was on the breastplate? Um, the armor of the, God. Yes. Well, no, no, no. But there there were certain 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 um, jewels that were. I, I, I'll find the story. Jewels and symbols. Yes, but those things have those things are even in the Bible, and yes. it's just so funny how we can disassociate and and see that 
again, demonic influence is everywhere and it's in everything. Yes. So there is always it's in next- Christianity. Yes, it is. It's and in those individuals like- that is in, and I'm not trying to call all individuals, but I mean, I have seen it. Let me tell you, I have seen a lot of things, um, especially growing up in church, but it is not, you know, there are individuals that are using Christianity for bad. (laughs) I I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, everything can be used for bad, but like you said, I think that is a big deal. You put your belief uh, and your hope in medication and mm-hmm. all of these other things. So why ridicule individuals that put their belief into sage and into crystals and into horoscopes to try to open up their mind? You know, I've had a lady one time, she asked me what my sign was. Now, she started the conversation. This was outside of a convocation. Mm-hmm. Here in Oakland, and she started the conversation. She asked me, "What's it? What's your sign?" I told her my sign. I said, "I'm a Leo." And then um, she says, "Oh, um, she told me her sign." And then she said, "But we're not supposed to talk about signs. We're not supposed to talk about zodiac and stuff like that. That's of the devil." Ma'am, I was like, uh, you brought that up. And then I proceeded to tell her, I said, you know, I don't believe that. You know, and she's like, you don't. I was like, no, I don't believe that. Um, there's nowhere in the Bible that says do not. Go for zodiac signs and all. Don't listen to it. Don't read it. That's number one. And number two, mm-hmm. I believe there are ways for me to learn that God has placed on this earth for ways for me to learn about myself, you mm-hmm. know? And it doesn't mean that all of it can explain who I am, but it can give me some insight, right? Correct. And um, I think when we have the mentality of, only one thing and one way works. Mm. I feel like we limit the God that we serve, right? We limit the I feel like we get that that too. You know, we limit ourselves, mm-hmm. we limit God, and we're putting ourselves and God into a box, mm-hmm. right? People say, "Oh, you you say all the powers that be." Yeah, well, He created all things, and I'm a powerful person. You're a powerful person. Mm-hmm. If we were not powerful people, why do we hold hands and pray? Uh, because we feel like one mind we get together whether two or three are gathered together and we're all on the same mind the same motivation we can do something we can heal we can deliver we can do all of these things and those things are proven in history books exactly people meditate yoga yes okay yes we tend to demonize things that really help us and heal us and we need to really look at why we're doing that we we need to understand that we're we're under spiritual attack at all times. We're in spiritual warfare. Yes. And there are things that can help you, but you will allow someone who told you that is demonic, again, demonic influence, people who are say who say they represent God are telling you to not do certain things because mm-hmm. that is their limiting belief. Right. That is their fear. That's sir, that is al- you. Fear is 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 not of God. You know, I tell people all the time, you are where you are because of all of that. And I am where I am because mm-hmm. of, I'm not limiting, you know, what I can do or what uh, resources are out there for me, you know, and right. I will try it for myself, you know, and, and I'm not saying don't, we're not saying don't listen to your pastor. We're not mm, saying, no. don't, but we just are spotlighting, putting a spotlight on how, you know, we can be enhancing spaces of faith, right? 
for people and being a resource. And we tend to cut off their resources mm. at the knees mm. by limiting them and saying, this will not work. Sir, maybe it didn't work for you, but how interesting that you went somewhere, you found these products. All of us, uh, all of the people in the in the sanctuary are adults, sir. We know what sages, we know we what do. crystals are, we know we what hor- horoscopes are, we know where to find them. So what was the need to go get these things? <laughs> and break them and then show them as an example. Like I said, he he was trying to make fun or in the way mm. he was pumping. I say pumping. Pumping across the stage or <laughs> the, uh, the pulpit. And I mean, I believe, because I believe in Sage, I say you were trying to make fun of, but you ended up blessing somebody exactly. walking around and lighting that thing. Well, okay? he believed in some other herbs Open that, up them that windows. created the dye <laughs> that crafted his hairline. <laughs> it was, I mean. Well, okay. And then this is the thing too. So the, you, you, you even have, okay. Being an other than out, put placed outside. Right. And this is my final point for this one, but you have people who argue when you are representing God outside as as somebody who is in the who you place in the LGBTQIA community and outside of the, your religious community. You have we have to defend religion for y'all. Yeah. And it's so funny because they always say, well, the Bible was made for, for slave owners. And that's the reason why you only get the Bible and nothing else and everything else is demonized. But. Your government uses astrology to plan their whole year, you know, <laughs> things like that. So you you just like you have to look at it as like, OK, well, I'm one of God's special and chosen people. And I'm not saying I'm smarter than you, but I'm saying I'm smart for not limiting God. That's right. And you need to stop. And, uh, and I wish I wish that our people would stop, because if we did honestly stop yeah. doing that, do you know how far far along we could be if we stop stopped demonizing each other stop yeah. thinking that everything is so so everyone is so evil that is doesn't fit in a a, a box in a category yeah. if we all supported each other and saw certain things with each other and and empowered and protected each other we would be so much further along yeah you know i i tell people That's all the why time we're saved. okay i tell people all the time uh God is only going to be as big as you allow him to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that is, uh, however you see God, feel God, um, mother God, father God, however you feel to navigate this life with your faith and your spiritual relationship, it's only going to be as big as you allow it to be. Mm-hmm. And if you want, if you want that relationship or your faith to be infinite and uh, where the sky is the floor, then I suggest you uh, tap into every resource that is out there. Absolutely. That works for you. And okay? ask God to be with you every, every, each and every time you do something. Yeah. I mean, Even when you shroom. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a good topic. <laughs> we, we can talk about that one. Okay. So this one. This is our last video, and um, 
uh, this one, uh, this, this, this is gonna get, this is gonna oh. hit some bones. It's gonna hit some bones. It, it yeah, definitely hit my bones. It was fire shut up in my bones. Okay. Let's see. Here we go. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. How dare you call yourself a Christian? I don't care what pastor you got that is okay with it. I don't care what pastor you got that think it's cool. I don't care what pastor you got that's singing along to their song. Cause they. They go on. Oh. oh wow. Oh my. What are your thoughts? Um I would say it's funny how we tend to again find fault in our own people and not really focus on the bigger picture and mm-hmm. and, and who the real enemy is right now. And I think sometimes we experience things in the world, right? Mm-hmm. We we have our, our experiences as children and we go out in the world and experience the world that our childhood has created, our mind has created, and we experience those things and we become who we become. Yeah. So many people, and I, I, I in the past for sure, because we have way more access now to, yeah. to educating ourselves, we're ignorant, right? Mm-hmm. So... We, we go out in the world, we do a terrible job because we're, we're not doing what we're supposed to do correct sometimes, okay? <laughs> yeah. And then we run to the church and tell everybody, run away. Don't do this. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Because right. this is evil and, and X, Y, and Z. And I just feel like we tend to allow people to paint a picture for us instead of doing the research on our own. Um, and it's... And it's very negative, yeah. Um, in the sense that it it re- you really don't know anyone like that. You don't even know her. No, I, let ma'am. Yeah. You have you are you, yeah. first of all. Okay, l- l- the video. She's in a dress, but she's not wearing any any sleeves. Your shoulders so are out. Your shoulders are out. I was and just gonna say, yeah, tattoo is showing. Your shoulders are out. It, okay, we can see your shape from your dress. <laughs> Okay, it is distracting to yes. the men of God. Okay, <laughs> not only that, it's like okay. this whole y'all, background y'all about witches, covens, with, oh and calling himself Jehovah. First of all, the video is her rebuking individuals that are buying Beyonce tickets. So therefore, I was rebuked. Okay, <laughs> so um, 
and you know you're doing all of that. And ma'am, I that that does not matter. That is that you're putting weight on things that has nothing to do with anyone. Uh, right. I don't care if that's why he called himself that. I don't care if about their motives. And not only that, it kind of takes me back. I love that story that. Um, Pastor Donnie McClurkin tells all the time about Beyonce, about him being out at some award show. There was media out and he went walking up to one particular radio group and they said, we don't do interviews with gospel singers or gospel artists. And and I'm just paraphrasing. This isn't, this may not be accurate, but he said, uh, Beyonce, like not long after that walked up and he was right there and she heard what he said and all of that. And the individual at the radio station or stand said to Beyonce trying to get an interview and for her to come over there. And she said, I don't do uh, interviews with radio um, stations that don't do interviews with gospel artists. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. All of that. And it's just like, first of all, or, it's, or just, you're just making something. I don't demonizing know. Demonizing people yeah. that you do not even know. And let me tell you this. Like I said from the very first video. And they're the first ones singing Brown Skin Girl. You know, (laughs) look, there is definitely a demonic agenda in Hollywood and the music industry. And I think people tend to focus and fantasize what it is and and what it isn't. Yeah. When it's really, honestly, it's you give it power. Her her preaching. Her taking the opportunity to not empower the body of God, who, by the way, probably was thousands. So is that your hive? I also yeah. like this. This is the thing. You you put yourself on flyers as a speaker, right? You advertise it. You guys sell tickets. What's Make the, videos yourself. What's the difference? Because and, and let me tell you this too. Yeah. I grew up in church, and I know y'all outside of church. A lot of you are hiding who you really are and you know how to play church you know how to make money from the church that's the demonic influence that i'm talking about because you allow false prophets who will use fear and and pop pop culture and and combine those two things and make you think that you receive the uh, the word of god when nothing is empowering you it's only making you look at everybody with paranoia fear yeah. giving you anxiety and again we this is spiritual warfare you are if you, the minute you identify as as a child of god you are under spiritual attack you don't need people like that telling you may the dealings of the lord be upon you and to rebuke someone and what happened to coming to church and leaving you know, feeling good or mm-hmm. hearing some good news or walking away with um, a good word, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, building and inspiring and encouraging and enriching individuals, you know, and, you know, that's one of the things I, I really do enjoy about, you know, watching Pastor Michael Todd, you know, mm-hmm. I've talked about it. I've read mm-hmm. his book, Crazy Faith. And, um you know, right now they're doing a kingdom series and I'm excited for us to talk about it uh, okay. next episode. Okay. Um, uh, so everyone, you all get to, uh, look forward to that, um, that episode to come soon. But, um, I'm loving the, and I mean, I love also just the name transformation, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, 
what happened to renewing individuals? It's like you renew why how you can okay you can uplift people without putting someone down. Correct. You don't have to have someone to, you don't have to lower someone. You don't have to take shots. If that is your idea and your belief, you don't have to try to push other individuals that way, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just something that I'm noticing in, in these last two videos and across the board, it's like we have to put something or someone down in order to elevate our message. Well, because it, it it's it's still entertainment. Mm. It's still I need you to click. It's still I need you to like. It's still I need you to watch. It's still I need you to pay. I need yeah. you to tithe. I need you to support me yeah. as I give you what God said. Right? Oh, yeah. That You know, that's the thing, right? They got to... They, have to say God said it, you it's, know? And, 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 and this is the thing too. This is why a lot of people do not like when we scapegoat to the Bible because it's you justify your hatred mm-hmm. and dislike and your personal views on people with certain scriptures in the Bible. When we know that the Bible is a story of thousands of years, it's been rewritten plenty of times. Yes. And there are things that are in the Bible in the beginning that the end contradicts. Okay. <laughs> so if you haven't read the full story, baby, then what are you doing at the end of the day? You didn't even go read the full chapter. You're yeah. giving a scripture that somebody told you to combat. But you have to realize that there are people out there who come in the name of, of God and will tell you that they're such and such and give you things that make you fearful or may be slightly factual mm-hmm. and make you fully believe in them yeah. and not in God. Yeah. And that's demonic to me. That's just as bad. Who? How are you not just like that then? You are describing yeah. you everything that you're describing that she is. You you're are. basically, yes. You That's are. That's how you're basically living. You and have a following. You have. Yes, you do. You have a group it's of the individuals. Same exact thing. You're and you're doing things to impress, to entertain, mm-hmm. and to influence. And I just think it's it's not necessary. Be, right. And it did, like you said before from the last time, it really keeps us from being a community, fully empowered. Yeah. Fully using God. If God was, to, if so God was able to show up in in us like like He did when when we were like slaves and p- praying for freedom, the upper room, baby. Just, okay, just it, we had to sneak and we all came together. That kind of energy we don't have anymore because we've become just like what we hate, right? And I do think Beyonce. I've I've. I'm a Beyonce fan, by the way. Yes, we are here. My first concert was Beyonce. I went to see her in Staples Center. I saw her in San Francisco at uh, the Giant Stadium. She is an amazing performer. She gives her all. She minds her. Beyonce is the only person that I know that has not said anything. (laughs) And everybody talks (laughs) about her all the time. time. And the thing is, when you give people your energy and focus, God pays attention to that. And guess what? Energy 
it's 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 free. You don't have And the funny thing is she encourages me. Like I yes. feel like I feel like it's encouraging because of like her work ethic, how much she you know, goes out there, puts it online. It's encouraging to me, you know, and I'm sure and she's it's encouraging, encouraging to a lot of a lot of individuals, but especially black gay men. And I, I will uh, say, yes. a lot of black gay church boys because yes, she's, at, she's put placed outside too. Yes. She can she can say she loves God. She can perform with Michelle. Michelle is safe, sanctified, and filled with the Holy <laughs> <Okay>. Ghost. Y'all <laughs> love to bring her to your conferences. Y'all y'all link her with the Jakes, who y'all love to empower just as much as y'all do Beyonce and Jay Z. And it's it's the same thing for y'all. It's just y'all's version that's acceptable for you. But y'all going to concerts? These conferences are concerts, and y'all staying at hotels during the, during that time. That's hmm. right. Well, I um, <laughs> I'm going to play this last video, and we're not even going to comment on the video because I think the video definitely sums up everything that we have said about okay. these videos. And after you hear this video, it will be followed by one of our favorite songs because we want to encourage you as mm-hmm. individuals listening to this podcast, own your faith. I mean, when you go to in these when you go in these different spaces and you are listening to individuals with a large influence or a big name, you know, take the meat, leave the bones, is what my grandfather Bishop Lewin used to say. You know, uh, what is encouraging you, what is uplifting you? Um, what is pushing you to your goal? Um, don't limit your faith. We want Remember, we want the sky to be the floor, right? We want your faith to be limitless Mm -hmm. um, and realize that your faith and spirituality, it's only going to be as big as you allow it to be. And so uh, we have gotten to the place where um, we... We've experienced a lot of things, but mm-hmm. we've learned like our faith is ours and we want, that's what this podcast is all yes. about. And so the next video will be followed by one of our favorite songs by Kiara Sheard um, from the Why Me album. And it is Faith hey. by Kiara Sheard. Yes. All right. Here's the video. I'm tired of y'all this religion stuff. I'm tired of the way that so many of y'all use this religion thing as a reason to just be terrible humans, to shame people who don't make the same decisions as you, discriminate against others, to harm and to hurt. You know, religion at its core should simply just be a conduit between you and a spiritual power. That's what it should be. And within that conduit to spiritual power, you and the other people who share that same conduit share community. That's it. But no, so many people consider religion to be a belief system that allows you to not accept realities that make you uncomfortable. It makes you uncomfortable because your identity is rooted in fear, not love. And that, my dears, is not a conduit to a higher power. What it is, is a fast track to hatred and ignorance and low vibration behavior. Namaste. And that video was by Amanda Seals. None other than. Okay. Uh, one thing that I just want to add real quick, I was at work having this conversation around these things and shout out to my coworker, Megan Rohr at Glide Memorial Church. She said, uh, 
it was just so interesting how she said it. She said, uh, points matter when the system is rigged. Mm. And I said, what do you mean by that? That, is, that just hit me hard. I said, what do you mean? She said, points matter when the system's rigged. When the system is rigged to work in one's favor, then they will have a point system and say, oh, don't do that. Don't do this. That's not mm-hmm. good. And that's a lot of times what we see in faith spaces mm-hmm. is points matter when the system is rigged. Doesn't work for you. So here's Key Ever Shared. One more thing. Oh, too. go ahead. I will say this too. When you are faced with your fear, I would say challenge your fear. Mm, that's good. Instead of bowing down, you know that you are, that is God, God is present with you when you are fearful. All you have to do is just call on God. So anytime that you are confused, anytime that you feel like you're alone and afraid, I would say call on God, face your fears head on and Talk to God and talk to your fears. Tell your fears about who your God is and who you are in God so that you can empower yourself and learn to not necessarily need um, weekly um, leadership from people who Mm -hmm. don't have the same kind of heart or mind you have. And stop, stop saying that you're wrong just because you have made them right in their head because they're a leader over you. That it's only to bring you to your relationship with God yourself. And then that everything from there is based off of your relationship with you and God. You research, you come to the conclusions, he'll help you get there. And, and, you know, don't, don't um, necessarily, you know, forsake everybody and, and not question and not bring people to you, ask around, but, don't forget to to face your fear and continue to keep the faith. Yeah, challenge your faith. Like yes. when you're fearful, it's kind of like, well, got to put my faith to work. So Let's, let me doing? let me what's let me put doing? that faith to work. What's I'm about to be like, do? I've done that before. I've told my partner, I was like, well, I ain't got it, so this is the best time for me to I practice just, my faith. I drove through. A, <laughs> I drove through a snowstorm yesterday. A, a heavy wind and snow. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, I literally was talking to God the whole, turn my music off, turn everything down. And I talked to God until I got out of the storm, not even realizing I was getting through it, going through it. Because once you face it, once you talk to God, once you bring God in it, he takes your mind off of the fear. Yeah. Literally puts you in it until you get through it. You can make it. This was great, y'all. I, we love you all. Love this y'all. is another episode with the Abandoned Church Boys um, and Crossed Out. You've listened to Crossed Out. And here's Faith with Kiara Sheard. Do you have something to say? Are there people who want or need to hear from you? Have you always wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Welcome to Resonate Media, where our mission is to amplify you. At Resonate Media, we focus on helping underrepresented voices and aspiring podcasters get started by providing equipment, expertise, and experience to help you launch a podcast. To get started, visit ResonateMediaPro.com. Don't let the confusion, complications, and costs of hosting, recording, editing, and distribution hold you back. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Resonate Media can help your voice be heard.